My name is Jamie Atkinson, founder of podcastclosing.com, and this show is built for six and seven figure entrepreneurs with podcasts who are looking to grow and scale their customer acquisition using that show. If you're a six or a seven figure entrepreneur with a podcast and you want to get featured on this show to talk about your own podcast journey, go to top100interview.com. Now over to your glamorous host, Brittany Chaterbock, and don't forget to subscribe for daily interview content. Hey everyone, welcome back to the show. It's Britt here today. You guys, I am so excited. The guest I'm bringing on today, Simon Severino. He's a father of three and he's the ultimate scaler of businesses. He's the founder of Strategy Sprints and also the host of Strategy Sprints podcast. In 19 years of entrepreneurship, Simon has executed hundreds of go-to-market strategies with teams globally, you guys. He has scaled his own consultancy and has retired from all operations, where he then reached financial freedom and became an investor. Since then, he's helped thousands and thousands of entrepreneurs reach the same financial freedom as himself, doing the same kind of stuff, you guys, Um, and having a firm that runs without being dependent you know, with you there. So that's super, super exciting. And I can't wait to talk more about it. Simon, I know I was brief, but welcome to the show. Why don't I allow you to go ahead and and take us back to the journey along the way? Um, How did you get to this financial freedom? Where did it all start? And where where are you at exactly right now? Hey, Britt. Hey, everybody. Excited to be here. And, and, if I hear financial freedom, I, I think that's a huge number and it's hard to attain. And you know, what is actually financial freedom? It is that you have $1 more than you need. $1. And so what is it right now this week? It is make $1 more than you spend. And what is the process? The process is of having a business that's generating revenue, ideally it's in a repeatable fashion. So this is what uh, my team of coaches helps people do, make revenue systems that are repeatable and reliable and scalable. But let's say you have revenue coming in and it's just $5,000 a month. But if you can run the operations in a profitable way, and you are doing maybe $200 per week in net profit, that is the first step to put those $200 on on that Friday into something that increases in value. So ideally hard assets, real estate, stocks, digital assets that accrue value over time because there is a limit of wealth that you can build just by working And not everybody can scale their business. Most businesses don't scale. They stay a so-called lifestyle business, which is fine. um, As long as you retain some of those profits and get them working for you. So while you sleep, you have at least assets increasing in value over time. And that way, even with, with small amounts, over years, you can get to time margin and um, financial margin. And that financial freedom is actually just doing this process repeatedly. 
and it made it's it's made of many many little parts and processes that we can go to it means improving the offer it means improving the sales processes the sales systems and it means then also delegating automating at some point but you start mm-hmm. at baby step 1 0 to 35k per month is basically baby step 1 you just do good work for the right people and ask them for testimonials when you have 20 of those testimonials you go and get testimonials reviews when you have 20 testimonials and 100 google reviews you move on to improving the offer and increasing the price when you increase the price you have more margins now you can start having freelancers on your team when you have freelancers you start dividing the sales part into appointment setters and closers yeah. sounds fancy but basically one person gets strangers onto your onto your calendar the other person closes the deal now you have a repeatable sales system because you will write down the cold call script that this appointment setters uses and you know we share our cold call scripts with our clients but it's just one page on a doc it's, it's not rocket science it's and duplicatable then, yes it's duplicatable and now when you onboard new people because in the sales team you have a higher fluctuations than in other teams so that's right. why systems are very important so that you can click people in faster when you need it so we are constantly hiring in our sales team because every couple months every half a year we have fluctuation in the sales team but the right. this the scripts stay the same so simon talking about um you know it's it's almost a revolving door within the sales team at, at times, right? Now, why is that? Why do you think it is like that? And because I hear it quite often. Yeah, sales is the most intense part of the business. Mm-hmm. And it's also the most vital part of the business is the part that creates in relation, it creates the most value for the business. And that's why... You have both the things. You have the most frustrated people in sales if it doesn't work, and you have the most and you have the richest people if it does work. Those are the only people who make more money than the CEO, and for a good reason because they're creating more value than the CEO. There we so, go. And so that's the intensity in that team. In a week, you can be super frustrated, and in another week, uh, you're crushing it. And so that intensity, that you need good nerves for that. And that, yeah. yeah, it creates volatility. It creates friction. It creates burnout. Absolutely. So you had, you know, you mentioned improving the offer. You know, why is it so important when it comes to increase? I know you touched on it. However, can we go back and go in a little bit more detail and really dive into why it is so important to increase your offer? And into a high ticket offer um, and also why it's much more efficient when you only have one or two offers opposed to having six or seven different offers, low and high ticket. Why is it so important to get a, a grand slam offer and rolling with one or two offers and that's it? We work only with uh, consultancy agencies, marketing agencies, PR agencies, recruiting agencies, UX, Mm -hmm. UI agencies. And the first month is always simplification to one flagship offer. 
because when they come to us, they have up to 12, 17 different offers with different prices. And if you look inside of them, what's the profitability, the net profit, net take home? It's, it's sometimes below 15% because they're doing too many things. And so when you're doing too many things, you cannot repeat. The, the reason why we, we love to have one flagship program is that if you do just that, for example, we have only one product. I love that. It's one product. It's a 90-day cycle that, that improves sales and marketing and operations. It's one 90-day cycle. And because it's only that, every week we can improve it. Every week we ask for feedback. We ask for the NPS. We ask for what can we improve. We then improve it. And then we ask who else needs this. We get referrals. Mm -hmm. But it only works if you really, if you have one garden, then you can water the plants every day and you can take care of, of, of the soil. And over time, the soil gets better. But if you have so many gardens that you cannot even pass every day and look at it, then you don't even know what's going on. hundred percent. And, you know, we often hear that saying, and I can't remember exactly how it goes, but people think like the grass is greener on the other side. And it's not true. The grass is greener where you water it. So focus on that one grand slam offer and work with it. You know, you can tweak it. You can, and it's just like, if you have way too much going on, you're not ever going to have, like, you're not ever going to be able to get anything out of it when you have that shiny object syndrome where you're focusing on all these different offers. Well, is that really going to grow you? Is that really going to grow your business and scale it? So I really wanted to touch on that because it's huge. Now let's talk about, you know, a little bit about deeper about how you can grow your revenue and scale your business without giving up that freedom of being a, for instance, for you, for you want to be a father, you want to be a present father, right? So for everyone else who struggles with that, what would you say is like the number one thing you have to do in order to get to the point where you still have that personal freedom as well, while driving revenue? Yeah. So making the revenues systems repeatable is one thing mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. investing parts of the profits every Friday in something that works overnight is the second right. part and then three habits and the three habits are daily weekly monthly and I describe them in the book strategy sprints and people can also download those templates for free from our website strategiesprints.com daily habit is how did I allocate my time today, what will I delegate tomorrow to a software or to a person? And we have this tool that helps, helps you do it quicker. Weekly habit is, are we moving in the right direction at the right pace? And that's the weekly dashboard. It's a spreadsheet that we use with one marketing number, one sales number, one ops number, measured every seven days. So in a 90-day cycle, in three months, we know 12 times if we are doing the right activities and they are moving the needle forward. If not, we can change the activities. And you find the few things that work and then you stick to those. That's the process. And how mm. do you know what's working for you? By doing and measuring every seven day, which of those activities actually hit for you right now. And right. then there is the monthly habit. And the monthly habit is strategic, analysis what what 
else can our client do on their own or if they go with competitors? Uh, how do we, uh, are we winning or losing in each feature against our competitors? So the things that we are investing in this month, what are the two where we are actually winning against our competitors? What are the two where we are losing against our competitors? The rest is meh. And so we will cut some costs from meh and we will cut 10, 15% from this month's budget from the two features where we are losing. And we will reinvest it immediately in the two features where we are winning. And we right. have a template for that that helps you. It calculates for you the three buckets and it shows you, okay, cut 15% here, cut 5% here, reinvest here, because this is where you're winning. Yeah, and I think it's super important to keep that data, like really look at those numbers and see where, where you're actually uh, winning you know, and getting clear on where it is. Because I know a lot of people act, or a lot of entrepreneurs aren't on top of those numbers and then they don't know where, you know, where is my client acquisition even coming from? Like, is it coming from the podcast? It's coming from this offer, whatever. And it's all over the place. So to have that so clear in front of you, you can really, really make your next decision a lot easier as to where you're investing next. Yes, because if you don't know the sources and if you don't know which channels are working, then when you hit uh, a sale, you you don't know how to repeat it. Right. And so <laughs> that's not- You don't know where it came from. Wait, where did it, it come from? <laughs> yeah. Was this now from, from email or from podcast or from LinkedIn? I don't know. And so, right. well, then you, you can't really repeat it. And if you can't repeat it, it will never become reliable and you stay in that feast and famine cycle where you never, you never enjoy actually running the business. Exactly. Now, you mentioned earlier about delegating and outsourcing. When is a good time? I just want to see based on your knowledge, and you have a lot of experience, I mean, over 19 years. So when, if anyone's wondering when is a, the right time to go ahead and, you know, start duplicating things, start, start delegating um, tasks so they're not, I mean, so they can focus more on the business instead of in the business. When is it time to outsource within a business? Every day. So mm -hmm. the process is the daily habit is you write down how did I allocate my time and what will I delegate tomorrow? Mm -hmm. This delegation can be either to a software or to a person, a freelancer that's outside or to mm -hmm. an employee that you hire or you completely outsource it to an agency, to a vendor that does it for you. Right. The starting point is that you use the daily flow template to identify what is the one thing that you want to delegate right now. And then the second part is a smaller decision is, okay, can a software do it? I'll give it to a software. No, I need the freelancer. Do I want to have the freelancer in my team or an outsourced agency? That's then the smaller decision. The most important thing is to identify it when you analyze your day, because now you are ready actually to let it go, to hand it over. It's more this emotional moment. Okay, I'm going to outsource the hiring now. Mm -hmm. For example, last month, I have identified in my daily flow, I will now outsource the hiring. I don't do the hiring interviews anymore. And so that's the emotional part is the biggest part, because in that moment when you are ready and when you when you let it go, you don't know yet how, but you are ready. And as soon as yeah. you say, okay, I'm going to do that, 
now over the next days and weeks, the how will 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 materialize. Will it will come. Yeah. But first is this inner decision. I'm going to delegate it. It's taking too much of my time. It's sucking Make my the energy or it's sucking my time. I decide I'm now ready. Mm-hmm. So that's the inner work with the daily flow. As soon as you say it, uh, I said, okay, I'm going to delegate the hiring. I had no idea how and to whom. But a couple of weeks later, there was a moment and in my team, somebody said, hey, I'm ready for more tasks. And I said, mm, I have one. Do you take the hiring? And she goes, yeah. Said, All right, you got it. There we go. <laughs> Put it out there and you'll figure it out, right? Yes. So it's like, yes. just do it. When you're ready, make that decision. It'll all come together. I love it. So Simon, you know, based on all your knowledge and everything like that, I'd like to ask um, some of my guests, you know, what their definition of success looks like to them. What is your definition of success? Mine is very simple. It's, it's living the day on my own terms because I'm a freedom guy. So mm-hmm. for me, it's about not being fenced in. If the weather is, is great, I want to get out there and do outspor- outdoors stuff. And if the weather is raining, I want to write four newsletters. So the freedom to decide uh, with the flow of the day and with my energy um, based on, on my own terms, how do I want to live life each day? And so when my kids are small, I want to be more home. And then in another phase of my life, I want to do other things. So that's to me a successful life, life on my own terms. And a part of that is having it um, resilient and healthy. And mm-hmm. and, and, and that's uh, tied to the first thing that we discussed. It makes $1 more than, than, than I spent. Absolutely. I, every single day. And I love it. Yeah. Being a present father is so important. Being able to have that freedom to, of choice, whether you want to you know, spend the day outside or write four newsletters, that's your choice. And you're able to do it with um, what you have created, which is incredible. And I love that you're teaching others to do the same. So Simon, this has been absolutely amazing. I just want to thank you again for taking the time out of your day. I mean, and having that, that choice to come on here. And I'm, I'm thankful that you did choose to come on because you have so much value to add. And that's exactly what I'm looking for. Now, Simon, if anyone's looking to connect with you and maybe start working with you or they have questions, what is the best way to go ahead and reach out to you? First, first step can be grabbing the book on Amazon. It's called Strategy Sprints by Simon Severino. They can read it and many things they can implement already. If after that, they want to have a dedicated sprint coach that implements those things one-on-one with them. Mm-hmm. They can go to strategysprints.com, hop on our calendar and talk to us and, and find if, 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 it, if there is a fit. And um, we hang out mainly at strategysprints.com. This is where they can find us and also on, on all socials. Incredible. Well, thank you so much again, Simon. My time with you was just absolutely amazing. And we talked about hot, hot topics that, you know, this is what I'm looking for. And this is, this is what we're all talking about in today's society. We do, we want that freedom. We want the financial freedom and the freedom at home, right. To make those decisions. Okay. Am I present dad? Am I with my kids? Whatever it is, but that's, you know, a lot of the time we, forget that's a part of the reason we go into entrepreneurship 
And, you know, we get so caught up in the business that we're unable to have that freedom anymore. So that's why it's so important to talk about it. So thank you again. Super cool. Thank you, Britt, for showing up for your community and holding the space for this. Absolutely. Group, if you're listening and enjoyed, please like and subscribe. If you're a six-figure entrepreneur or higher and want to come on, just like Simon did today to talk about the business, talk about, you know, habits of success, whatever it might be, please go to top100interview.com. I'd love to have you on as well. Thanks, Simon. Bye, guys. Catch you on the next one. Hey, everyone. I hope you really enjoyed that episode. As always, if you want to listen to more daily interview content, make sure you subscribe. And here's three ways I can help you in your business for free. One, check out my video on how we're building a pipeline that produces 30 plus prime sales calls every single week using podcast setters and a basic interview funnel. And this is actually how I was able to quit social media forever. You can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash setters. Two, if you're a six or a seven figure entrepreneur with a podcast, we actually want to interview you on one of our top 100 shows. Head to top100interview.com and then three, download our podcast closing formula. It shows you how to create a podcast sales team that books out your sales calendar each week using the podcast closing client attraction method. And you can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash podcast formula. Now at podcastclosing.com, we help six and seven figure entrepreneurs with podcasts create a system for predictable client acquisition without relying on paid advertising or social media by building out podcast sales teams. Now, if you want help turning your podcast into a high ticket client acquisition machine, then book a call with our team to see how we can help. Go to podcastrebels.com forward slash chat. All right, guys, we'll see you in the next interview.